This is Dr. John Hunt for Pet Sounds. Allow me to spend some time with you discussing pets, pet care, and everything in between. I'd like to talk about the many forms of pet abuse. This is the first of two Pet Sounds covering this rather disturbing topic. Pet abuse has become an important problem in recent years because it has officially been linked to child and family abuse. The link has always been there, but overlooked or swept under the rug, so to speak. Pet abuse is a topic a lot of us don't want to talk about or confront when we see it. But I feel the time is now for people who see abuse to take action to protect the pet as well as family members. Complacency only enables the abuser to get away with it because the victims, be it animals or children, do not have the power to fight back. Knowledge is power. Although this is an uncomfortable topic, I would like to go over the types of animal abuse. I'll be using an article written by Dr. Chris Duke, printed in the Clatchy Tribune News uh, Service back in 2006 as my template. First kind of, of abuse is called simple neglect. This is a passive form of, of abuse and is very common. Typically, the owner does not provide proper food, water, shelter, grooming, or vet care. Or, for example, allows a puppy to grow into a collar so it's embedded in the skin. In my experience, this is the most common form of abuse. I could identify as a practicing veterinarian. The problem with neglect is it may occur due to ignorance or the owner may be unaware of the situation. The pet suffers the same, but the solution may simply be educating the owner and making the owner aware of the consequences of their actions. Second kind of abuse is called gross, willful, cruel, malicious neglect. This type of abuse is an active, intentional withholding of food, water, and shelter. Keeping a dog chained to a tree with no shade or water is active neglect. My border collie, Ben, was actively neglected. He was kept in a very small kennel with no human contact or exercise or playtime and fed minimally. When I adopted Ben, he was thin due to malnutrition and intestinal parasites, poor hair coat, and extremely shy. It took months to get him physically healthy and years to overcome the psychological damage incurred upon him. He had psychological scars that lasted a lifetime. But his devotion, sweetness, wanting to please, and affection overcame many of the skeletons in his closet, and he became a wonderful companion. Education and awareness do not help active neglect cases. These people are hurting animals on purpose and are using subtle, underhanded means of doing it. They need to be reported, the animals removed, and the person punished and counseled by a professional. Passive versus active neglect can be hard to distinguish at first. As a veterinarian, I was always on the lookout for neglectful abuse, but I tried not to jump to conclusions and make false accusations. I assumed a neglected pet was from passive abuse until proven otherwise. I suggest my listeners follow that approach if they run across neglectful abuse. Next Pet Sounds will finish up with other forms of animal abuse. This is Dr. John Hunt for Pet Sounds on WERU. Thank you for listening. Remember, enjoy your pet and don't forget to give them a hug.